What's up, guys? It's been a long time, but I'm finally back doing the Dreamlit podcast with my buddy OC. He is the guest for today, and both of us recently traveled to Japan. Yes, and we we got back recently, and I'm definitely missing it. <laughs> but you know, this is why I devised this podcast episode to be all about Japan. We're going to talk about lessons we've learned from it, some fun stories, and、mm-hmm. and just overall like how we felt about the whole trip. Yeah. So I can go ahead and start off and say like. I overall had like so much fun, and like it was one of the best trips. Of course, recency bias, but <laughs> one of the best trips I've ever had, like internationally.、Right. I've been to Japan before in 2017, plus Korea,、um, plus the UK, and I visited Paris for like one day while I was at the UK. Those are all like the international places I've ever been to. So, how does this trip for you compare to the last time you were in Japan? Um, saying that this is like your favorite international trip. Right, right. I love my college friends. I went with them in 2017. <laughs> I'm not saying, <laughs> not saying like the people were 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 better. I'm saying that、uh-huh. the trip overall was just more interesting. And I'd say a big reason for that is that I took more control in this trip. Okay. Versus in 2017 when I went with my college friends, one of my college roommates, he was the one who planned the itinerary. Um, I did deviate from the itinerary with a a mutual friend we have,、mm-hmm. and but most of the time he booked the hotels or I I was basically just tagging along for a lot of the plans. Interesting. This time it was a lot of hands on, like this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm going, I'm booking my own、right. hotels,、uh-huh. all that stuff, and it feels so different. It's like a completely different experience when you do that, because、mm. like you have to learn, <laughs> you, you have to like learn how to actually book hotels. You have to learn how to. It's not hard, but no, yeah, like doing it. Gives you a sense of satisfaction because, like, like you're taking ownership over the experience. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I I definitely、um, enjoyed this trip a lot. Like this was. It's been a long time since I've traveled internationally. The last time was probably 2012 Whoa, to Nigeria. That is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been a very long time since I've traveled internationally.、Um, so this was. Definitely an interesting trip. It was very much anticipated, and yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I think it was it was a wonderful experience just to be able to go、um, travel abroad and see a different、um, a different culture culture different. environment、um, setting people places、uh, with also having like your friends there. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was、dude. just like having a bunch of because it was. We were there with a ton of like a huge group of friends. Yeah, we yeah. Like there was there were a lot of us who were able to go out and um uh essentially at share at、yeah. the same time in this <laughs> in this trip to Japan. So um yeah, it was it was a wonderful experience.、It、yeah, definitely.、Great. Yeah, I'd say that the friends like when I went with my college friends, it was a blast with them too, and like they definitely made it better, right?、Mm-hmm. And then this time、mm-hmm. around, like now that. I'm older now that like six years have passed since 2017. Like it's harder. It's a bit harder to get everyone or like to get more friends to go at the same time. Right. But somehow I don't know <laughs>、yeah. how. Like this this April of 2023 was just the time to go to Japan. Yeah. For us and like we managed to get at least. I mean, I saw at least like what at least ten um combining family for me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, people I knew in Japan.、Mm. Uh. Like people I knew from America that traveled to Japan, so that was crazy to me. It really was like, I, and I don't know if there was something special. I'm, you know,、uh, this 
this is like a period of time where Japan is opening up after COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, and and it wasn't hard to get in. It wasn't hard it, to get in. It wasn't difficult. There weren't yeah. a lot of a ton of barriers, and uh, I suppose travel was just a little bit cheaper than it normally is. And then also, uh, the, the dollar the value yen, to yeah. the yen was very um, yeah, it felt like a king, very much <laughs> in our, our favor. But for whatever reason, a ton of people like that I knew who I didn't like plan this trip with yeah. we're also traveling to japan at kind of the same time like the first night that we that i arrived in japan because we kind of we we got there and left mm -hmm. um kind of um it, on different days right uh but we spent a lot of time uh together when we could um uh, but the first day that i arrived at japan my friend one of my friends from college was also in japan <laughs> and um we had we were hanging out like a few months before the trip and i kind of just casually dropped that oh yeah i'm planning on going to japan nice. and he's like wait you i i'm planning on going to, <laughs> to japan too and so for yeah for whatever reason like um suddenly like there, there's just like a lot of people who are traveling yeah. to japan at the same time so yeah i was able to hang out with him and his friends me and the people i was staying with um we were all able to like hang out in a big group and it was just like a nice. really cool like first night in japan yeah yeah um and even like after coming back i i saw like other people who i had no idea were also in japan <laughs> posting pictures from their japan trip from from that from that period it's like oh this is crazy yeah our our minds are on it because we just went so it's yeah. like when we see it we're like whoa 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 but i'm pretty sure if if we had uh not gone to japan we wouldn't have noticed it as much i'm sure yeah. i'm sure yeah so it's definitely a, a a bias there but yeah at the same time it's still cool <laughs> it is it is really cool it's it's really cool um i don't know how many how many like experiences like that you can have where you're just like in a foreign country with a bunch of your friends and exactly you're, like, yeah. hanging out together it's pretty sweet um but i'm glad i was able to to enjoy this for sure yeah and i i'd say like some of the fun stuff that you get to do with people there like we can highlight that first since we talked about friends because mm -hmm. i think things that happened in japan which aren't necessarily tied to japan that were really cool was number one my um sister's boyfriend proposed to my sister oh, yeah. um in kyoto congratulations and, yeah thank you <laughs> i was very happy for her i was mm -hmm. like honestly like just really really happy I, I, my, me and my sister you know she she teases me she always calls me like uh big sister stuff you know <laughs> uh so she's like why are you happy for me blah 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 <laughs> and i'm like i, I just am sis <laughs> yeah but yeah. but like i was and he asked me to record it like video record it ahead of time and i was just like so excited when he texted me that mm -hmm. and it, we tried to do it during the philosopher's path in kyoto which normally has a lot of like cherry blossoms and stuff like that during spring but mm -hmm. we went on a date right after it rained oh yeah <laughs> so the rain like totally washed away all washed away yeah and you can see all of it in the there's i think there was a river there okay and a whole bunch of petals it was nice though uh -huh. but, but you can't exactly propose in the river so right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't do that day because it started raining out of nowhere and then we did it in the bamboo forest instead and that was still really nice over there okay but at, at the same time i will say like the more i traveled in japan i'm like god this would have been a nice place to propose <laughs> like every single other day every I'm time like, after that yeah i'm like damn this would have been way better like this looks so nice <laughs> so, like uh, I, i've been feeling like those like regrets each yeah. time afterwards because <laughs> like there's so many nice places honestly there are there are it's it's a beautiful 
it's a beautiful place yeah it, it really is it really is and the so it's it's really interesting because i i didn't go to as many locations in japan as you did i spent most of my time in tokyo mm-hmm. um and then like if you've been to japan like tokyo there's so much to do yeah in tokyo it's it's crazy so even spending most of my time in tokyo i there were still things that i wish i had an opportunity to do mm, mm. um so like what oh like the go-karts like the, right, the right, right. real life um go like the mario the kart streets. Stuff? Yeah, yeah the yeah. mario kart stuff i didn't i by the time we got there everything was all booked up uh, so it see. was it was a missed opportunity for sure but yeah stuff like that would have been really yeah. really awesome too but this and then the life-size gundam we i did i never had a day uh, yeah. where i could go down <laughs> to the life-size like because everything was like so we were like always so busy and like doing stuff so yeah. i never had a day where i could just like get away and go to go to see it so i never i didn't i missed out on that uh, so stuff like that i wish i could have done but i spent most of my time in tokyo and then i um spent a few days in kyoto as well yes <laughs> and i think that so like, glad you did yeah <laughs> kyoto was such an, a fun was such a fun place i think i had like my favorite day on the trip in kyoto yes <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like literally my last day before 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 leaving japan mm-hmm. um and so, yeah, it was just like, it was a, a, a great time. And the vibes are so different. Like, dude, I'm telling you, because <laughs> like the, yeah. the context is mm-hmm. you were in Tokyo and you were still a little unsure exactly where you were going to go afterwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I was telling you about Kyoto and how I, I think it's my favorite place in Japan and uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, it's so great. It feels different. And, I, <laughs> and now you're saying it and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I was, I was like, yeah, I was in Tokyo. Um, there, I had a little bit of a change of plans. So I had a few extra days before I had to go, uh, before I had to go back to the, to the States um, where I was like, I need to, you know, decide what I want to do if I want to stay in Tokyo for these extra days or maybe take that opportunity to travel somewhere else, maybe yeah. Osaka, maybe um maybe explore around but yeah I, everybody literally everybody kept saying kyoto I, <laughs> I i there was a day that i was i was by myself in in one of the stores in tokyo mm-hmm. and i ran into this canadian mm-hmm. and this canadian he he started talking to me um about his experience in tokyo and just like how he's he was he was been he had been there for years uh, he was an English teacher. Oh wow! Nice. Um, so he he was telling me that. Oh yeah, you need to go to Kyoto. <laughs> he was telling me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I Dude, guess literally everyone. Is literally everyone. You. Strangers in Japan are telling me to go to Kyoto. So I'm like, okay, I guess I got to make this work. So, um, luckily the guys that I was also staying with were also go- uh, planning on going to yeah. Kyoto there. So I just basically joined them. I got uh, my own place, but like I I kind of met up with them um to to do that mm-hmm. and it was it it turned out very very it turned out to be the the right decision so Hell yeah. hopefully i'll have some you know there'll be another trip to japan and i can explore all the other places that i didn't see but but yeah i bring that up to say that from my in my like experience tokyo was very much like that industrial uh city vibe where it's like very so. akin to los angeles mm-hmm. uh we're because we're here but like in, way in cleaner and way cooler way cleaner <laughs> way cleaner um it's definitely like uh a japanese like you're, you're the the cleanliness is is very strict over there um so you could feel that but like as far as like a city that felt familiar mm-hmm. um it definitely felt familiar for that reason there's like oh yeah because walking around tokyo at night kind of feels a little bit like walking around la at night minus the homeless 
people being as weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't I, know, dude. I feel like a slight sense of danger when I'm walking around LA at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and in Japan, I'm like, oh, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, there's, I don't feel that danger. You don't feel as dangerous. Yeah. That, I mean, that's definitely true. Like, I, I but it, <laughs> I don't know. I, it felt like, but I guess it's just like a different culture because I, I still felt that like, Oh, I need to like just you know you keep an careful. eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the still, Japanese people there yeah. were like there was there were um women who were just like out in the streets drunk at night, and I'm like, how can you be so like reckless, careless? reckless, <laughs> or just like comfortable doing this? Because yeah. like I can't imagine be, somebody being that drunk, like a woman being that drunk at night in LA. It yeah, was no way, dude. it was wild. Yeah. So. Uh, but, but I, I get, guess yeah I get what you mean though like because uh -huh. I still had that sense at night too yeah, like yeah. just to be careful right because we grew up like that like exactly exactly so, so um it does it, it did have that vibe in Tokyo but then in Kyoto it was uh, so yeah Tokyo kind of felt like the um Akira version of <laughs> of of Japan is like this is like the the grungy not not as like not LA grungy but like city grungy mm -hmm. um type vibes but then Kyoto felt like the Studio Ghibli, <laughs> the Studio Ghibli version of Japan, where it's like you you have these like um, you have these you know temples and shrines, and yeah, you yeah. Have the, the nature that's kind of um, kind of meshed more in with the everyday living. That's what I love about Kyoto. It's, yeah. it's so aesthetic. It's so like nice to have yes. nature mixed with like modern buildings and yeah. just it's it's a perfect blend. There was opinion. literally a day that. Um, it was my last day in in Japan. Was in Kyoto. Um, that I went to. I spent most of that day alone. Mm -hmm. So I went to the bamboo forest. Nice. That mo that morning. And walking, I walked up and walking down out of the bamboo forest. I went a different route, and it felt like I was in a scene that was like straight out of my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> Like just walking through this neighborhood, it felt like oh, like I've I've seen this before, like on my screen, nice. and it was just so yeah. It felt so so cool and just like you know being there, experiencing all of those things. Um, it was it was definitely very enjoyable. Definitely, I like I said before, Kyoto is one of my favorites, and I actually made like YouTube shorts for each day in Japan. And a lot of those shorts have like what I did. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are like curious, you can check it out. Um, it's my personal channel. But in terms of some of my favorite stuff, like the temples and shrines for sure, one of them was called the Eikan Zendinji Temple. That one was like very low key and it had like this super nice pond. What I discovered is I really love Japanese ponds. <laughs> mm. There's something about just being near them and just chilling there having the breeze come by and just seeing these nice flowers next to it and a little small gate, little shrine. It's just beautiful. Mm, like mm. I could sit there all day, but you know, there's more to see you. So I couldn't, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but I loved uh, any spot like that, honestly. Hmm. I think one of the more interesting stories from this trip for me was when there was like a, a separation with my friends. And then I ended up being uh, traveling alone for that day. Uh -huh. And there's something about traveling alone that's very, very different. Yeah. Like you get to go at your own pace. You don't have to worry about others, like yeah. their will, their, like where they want to go, how exactly. fast they want to go, if they want to eat, all that stuff. You know, you don't have to worry about any of it. Mm -hmm. And you get to do whatever you want, essentially. Um, 
And for me, that was like a very freeing feeling. And that was probably the only day where like it was fully like that for me. Mm -hmm. So it was when I was in Nara, Japan. Okay. So Nara, Japan is known for having like deers roaming around on like random blocks. Yeah. Primarily close to the deer park. And it was just so chill. Like, <laughs> like just seeing deer randomly everywhere and, mm -hmm. and just like seeing nice temples and sites and everything. And then there's this really beautiful pond <clears throat> with like a sakura tree. Mm. And a random girl just came up to me <clears throat> and asked me if like, oh, can you help me take a photo with this deer? Okay. And then I helped her. <clears throat> and afterwards she asked me if I wanted to hang out with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, that's that's cool. I mean, I'm traveling alone. Like uh -huh. Uh -huh. you seem like a cool person. You have a nice camera. She had a Sony, I think it was a7R4. Oh, okay. So that's like a photography camera. So it's like, uh, and she told me she did it for 10 years. So that's like oh, wow. really cool. Yeah. And anyone that does the creative, anyone who's into the creative stuff, I've, I feel like I vibe with. So uh -huh. I was like, yeah, totally. Like, let's <laughs> hang out. So we hung out for three hours. But the catch was she could not speak any English. Mm. Well, very, very little English. Very little. And she could only speak Mandarin because she's from like China. Okay. And that whole experience was very surreal right. <laughs> it was very like the way we talked to each other was with google translate the whole time oh, wow. like the voice feature that was the first time i've ever done that in my life like just using that uh feature you know one of the interesting things about like being in um foreign country and not knowing the language i i i i don't know what my expectations were going into it but it wasn't as um inhibiting as i was mm. kind of a little bit um worried that, that it might be because mm -hmm. there's really there really is a lot that you can do to communicate with people um just through gestures mm -hmm. and and um and then also technology like yeah google translate came in clutch several times <laughs> for me uh, i was able to use it uh in so many different um scenarios and then you know picking up some japanese here and there mm -hmm. um the guys that i was with um attempted to like learn a little bit more formally before going yeah um so i was able to like pick up some of the more common phrases that they were using um a lot of stuff having to do with ordering food <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and getting you know waiters attention and they're asking for the bill like stuff like that i was able to pick up yeah um so it was actually it was actually really cool and i think that like getting i think it would be so cool to just like be able to immerse yourself in a in a different language yeah such that you could like learn it over the course of a I few think it's, months i think it's really fun like yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. trying it failing at it <laughs> making a lot of mistakes them yeah. being like what <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. because even when um our mutual friend during the i just i'm pretty sure andrew doesn't care if i say his name but when he, <laughs> when he made the mistake of saying like okai ken oku uh -huh. desai right like yeah, yeah, asking yeah. for the the bill but it's okai ke right okay yeah and and like the the waiter understood either way right but i mean that that was interesting because that izakaya that waitress was indian right Yes. Yeah, and and she, she could was, speak English. She <laughs> yeah, she was so, Indian. She was speaking English, but she was in Japan. Uh, and she, she, she yeah, could speak Japanese she too. Was, she was really cool. There were a lot of really cool, like, just like people, like, get, yeah, you get yeah. to, like, interact with. Um, but she was, like, 
uh she was making fun of him for she was for, making, uh, <laughs> for, for making the mistake but yeah but it was funny and it was uh, it, it helps i'm pretty sure making that mistake helps you know like yeah i'm not gonna say it wrong anymore because like i know you have that like, yeah you know that mental cue and they were also very um they were very uh willing to engage with you if, if you were trying to speak the yeah. language uh which is is really cool um, Luckily for me, I took it in high school and I that's right, re yeah. retained it over time. Uh -huh. So, so for me, I I could. Oh shoot! Block her out. Okay. Okay. Distraction is gone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I took it in high school and I retained it over time. Like practiced using some audiobooks like Pimsleur. Um. Yeah. So mm -hmm. and, and then going to Japan and actually using it is a different story. I feel like I used it less in 2017 even though that was like closer to when I was like in high school when I learned it, uh -huh. I, I probably definitely spoke better now. And, and just like, it, it tickles my brain each time I, I try to like formulate sentences in, mm -hmm. in Japanese and mm -hmm. like try to communicate. And whenever they understand me, I'm like, yes. Nice. And then, and then they start talking a whole bunch of Japanese that I don't understand. I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> they probably think I'm Japanese at that point. Mm -hmm. um, it's a funny story. Like when I was trying to get to Nada on my own, from Kyoto, it was a rush. And I just spoke a lot of Japanese to a lot of random people because mm. I was scared of getting lost. Uh -huh. um, sometimes in the in the subways, like your maps, you know, it loses signal, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was an, yeah, 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 go on. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so like, I, I wanna make sure, so I'm asking these random Japanese strangers, I'm just going up to them, sumimasen, like, is this place here? Am I going to the right place? Is right. this the right line? All that stuff. I probably don't need to do that anymore because I'm way better at navigating. Uh -huh. um, at the end of the trip that I was in the, at the <laughs> yeah at the beginning, um, but while I was doing that, I I just spoke so much Japanese and I was I was just like so glad that they could understand me uh -huh. and that I could understand them at least the simplified like stuff when I was like oh yeah what they would they would tell me like in a simpler way um, and then there was this old dude uh, older dude like maybe in his late thirties I was asking him if it was the right line and everything in Japanese and he he would speak a lot of Japanese to me. At a certain point, I didn't understand, so I told him I didn't understand, and he was like, "Well, like your Japanese sounds like really good." Like, oh, nice. And and he was saying like he couldn't tell that I was an actual like oh, American. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a very proud moment for me. That's great. <laughs> but I, I do feel like after going to Japan, I want to learn the language more. Mm -hmm. Um, I downloaded downloaded some like language more learning learning apps, language learning apps, mm -hmm. specifically for Japanese for me. And uh, it's, it's kind of hard to use a lot of them though, but mm -hmm. to keep up with it, you mean? Right. Uh, right. I mean, but definitely motivational. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I had a different experience going in just cause like, I am currently trying to learn Igbo, um, at least like prior to this Japan trip. And so when everything was going, like when the plans were starting to formulate for the Japan trip, and a lot of the other guys were, you know, formally taking, um, like learning some Japanese mm -hmm. seriously. I, I kind of like, I decided to not in, in, invest as much mm -hmm. just because where I am right now, I don't necessarily have a vested interest in learning Japanese mm -hmm. specifically. Uh, just like at this point in time, just because I'm trying to learn a completely different language in Igbo. Yeah. And I also, I'm trying to retain Spanish. Mm. So like I I, I took uh, Spanish in in high school and I've I've uh I've been able to retain a fair amount of it. That's good. Um, so I I'll sometimes just like um try to 
um, like talk to myself in Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, just like in my head, just like keep that. Got to find a going. partner to to talk to a right. language partner. Yeah, I, I got to do that. But um, but then also at the same time trying to learn a completely new language. And so I if it didn't feel like. Uh, a good idea <laughs> to try yeah, to yeah. add no, in a third language into that equation. <laughs> when I was when I was talking to that girl, the one from China who could only speak Mandarin, uh-huh. I was like picking stuff up in Mandarin, right? Because uh-huh. I can speak Cantonese and some things are similar. Right. So I felt like I was learning more, learning more. But like everything when I was trying to speak Cantonese, even or Mandarin, everything would go through a filter where it would go to Japanese first oh. and then to to the the other to, language. So, so I was like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like, I feel like saying everything in Japanese right now and yeah. it's not right. I'm trying to speak Cantonese or, or Mandarin, but uh-huh. I can only think in Japanese. <laughs> and it's it was very strange. So I'm like learning multiple languages at the same time is... It's, it's, a, it's challenging. Hard. I don't know if it's ideal. <laughs> yeah, I don't so. think it's... I don't, it's probably not ideal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's so that was that was the position that I was going. So that's that's why I didn't like put as much effort into like learning uh, Japanese before going, but I was still able to like pick up some like common helpful phrases yeah. while I was there, which yeah. was was very helpful. I had to ask for a lot of miso very <laughs> frequently. <laughs> mizu, so, mizu. mizu, water. Yeah, yeah, I had to ask for that frequently, so that was that was good. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was um, it was really it was really interesting having that. Um, that exercise of being able to like try to communicate with yeah, people yeah. Um, as, as much as you can. And I, I met like a Japanese friend in Kyoto, uh, originally my sister's friend, but I got to talk to her a lot that day in Kyoto. And it was one of my favorite days because it was probably the most Japanese I've ever spoken in a single day mm. because <clears throat> she's, she's like, she was helping me, like able to uh-huh. um, just correct me whenever I said something wrong. And nice. that is so nice to have. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, good to have somebody. Yeah. And I'm still talking to her now. So I'm like, it's a very good thing to have like someone who is there and natively speaks it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't beat that in terms of learning, uh, in my opinion. Right. Right. Just having that consistent practice. Yeah. 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 And it's a good thing she understands a lot of English too. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like the ideal like person to teach you is someone who understands both languages really well. Mm-hmm. Cause like <clears throat> if they don't understand English well, they can't communicate to you like the nuances of why a certain thing is b- better used or a certain word is better used than another yeah um in the language you understand <laughs> right, right so yeah but yeah that's that's uh that's my feelings about all of the language aspect of things yeah uh, i definitely had a lot of fun during like speaking a lot mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it was very very uh stimulating <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah but now that i'm back i'm just speaking english all the time I'm like <laughs> yeah it's more more comfortable more comfortable but yeah i think um there was some there were a lot of really um, interesting, just like experiences in the different, you know, places that uh, that I went to in Japan, at least just like there was one there was one uh, night where so the way that it works in Japan is the trains end at midnight. Right. And they don't start up again until like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. So there was one night where we basically um didn't get on that midnight train <laughs> and we were pretty far away from from our hotel so we had to kind of just like ride out the night <laughs> until until the trains open back up is this the the clubbing night that you guys did yeah so there was a day so a lot of the the guys that i was with they were very much into the like the nightlife mm. scene of tokyo very and much like so. trying to experience yeah. trying to experience that so i was with them one of those nights 
and um that night i believe so we started out at this like secret underground club that was like you had to go um through this bookshelf interesting (laughs) yeah that already sounds like super dope but like yeah it was it was pretty interesting it was pretty interesting it was a cool situation um and so we got there they ended pretty quickly uh like they closed pretty quickly after we got there we were there for like maybe an hour um and then after that they once we were leaving um this japanese girl was like hey you guys should come with us we're going to this other place uh she spoke like uh perfect english Mm. and um it was it was really cool so that we basically followed them um i was kind of sketched out (laughs) i was pretty sketched out by it um the way the way you said it made me sketched out like what yeah so we kind of like followed this group and um I was like trying to like mentally map out where we were going just mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't get lost. Um, but we were following them and they they took us to and at a certain point, like because it was like a pretty big group mm-hmm. um, and we we're following like the, these two main people who both spoke English. Um, they were like telling us, oh, yeah, we or I live. The guy was telling us, I, I live here. Um, I'm actually going to DJ this next place that we're going to. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so we were talking to, to both of them, the guy and the girl. And then at a certain point, the other people who were with us left. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I where is that, this story going? <laughs> I, I was like, I was very much on high alert. Um, so we eventually get to the other location. It's also at this underground place. Uh-huh. And was it behind a bookshelf again? Or was no, it, it wasn't behind a bookshelf. But it was like you had to go under this building and you have to like go through this like winding corridor. Ooh, okay. Um, so it was it was. It was very, it was interesting. Um, and then there were, yeah, there were people there. There was like this um, French group there. Mm-hmm. It was in- very interesting. Um, but yeah, apparently that other group that was with us initially, they went to eat. And we just like, they, you know, they left us. But, I see. Um, but yeah, we basically spent the rest of the night at that place. And um, yeah, I was I was kind of just like waiting for <laughs> for the trains, but yeah, everybody else was having a great time. Everyone else was loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you waiting because like you were cautious, or is it just like because I know your clubs is not like really your setting? Yeah, no. Uh, I was kind of just in it for the experience of just like yeah, let me let me just experience have this experience for. For this night, um, yeah. just like hanging out with them yeah. all night in in and, Kyoto, and not have another one for a lot of years. To yeah, come. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need it. But, um, but yeah, they uh, after after the after that club closed, it was like three thirty or four mm-hmm. in the morning, and so we spent quite a bit of time looking for food um which is kind of rare at that hour yeah. <laughs> of the day but we did eventually find food but um yeah that night happened to be the same night that yeah. i was at a club yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't go to clubs very often i actually made like a, a video saying i don't really like clubs but like this this was a japanese club so i was like all right let's check it out um it's pretty similar yeah uh, to to at least the clubs i've been to in vegas and los angeles mm-hmm. um smaller but 
similar in terms of... I will of- say also, at least for the ones that I was at, the music that played was like purely EDM music, mm. which I, uh, it's not like my favorite to take, <laughs> but you know, yeah. it, it, it is a type of music for clubbing. So I guess that's what, you know, the vibe was. It was in, similar. In Tokyo. Where I was. And mm. most of the time I would just be on the dance floor, just chilling, just like um, grooving a little bit not going too hard with the dancing there was a certain point where i went hard with the dancing but (laughs) just because like i don't drink personally and like what else do i do at a club right so definitely i was not drinking in that situation yeah so i just went out went all out with like a quick dance sesh yeah real quick it's definitely the type of thing where if you're if you're not drinking it's you're you're not enjoying it at the level that everybody else yeah. who is drinking yeah. is enjoying it. Yeah. Um, that's so. why it's not our scene. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Um, it was yeah. an experience. It was an experience. <laughs> My family was having fun. That's for sure. They were that's like, really, yeah. they were going crazy and they were wild. Mm, they were yeah. drunk for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because I was wearing a dress shirt that had like a white collar. Uh, whites. Um, what are these called? Cuffs. Cuffs. Yeah. And there were i think two or three like people there that mistaken me for like a person that worked there oh (laughs) so they would ask me questions like where is the restroom or how Uh do i get here and i'm like i would tell them how to get to the restroom because i knew but like (laughs) but at some point there was this one girl that was like oh my gosh you're not actually a worker because my friend who is japanese pointed it out Mm -hmm. um and it was really funny. She was, she was so embarrassed. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like the one of the very interesting experiences that we had in our group was the experience of the culture mm-hmm. uh, in Japan. So on multiple occasions, we had like super nice interactions with just like Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Um, so one uh, time you were actually... Uh, with us was when, when our groups were were combined uh when it was raining heavily one day mm-hmm. and we were walking not everybody in the group had an umbrella because we weren't prepared for it but this lady andrew was walking oh, uh, yeah, without yeah, an umbrella yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this lady who was you know about to go home sees andrew and is like oh take my umbrella <laughs> I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm i'm right here i'm home so just take my umbrella <laughs> so it was just like super cool just was like oh this That's random stranger <laughs> yeah. gave andrew her umbrella and so um stuff like that there was uh an experience where one of a guy one of the guys in our group lost his phone one night mm. um when they were when they were out and they they he lost his phone uh, so they l- went to look it up. It was turned off. Mm. And so the next morning they realized that, oh, somebody turned it on and it was at a police station, which means that somebody essentially took it, took the phone from wherever they, they left it on the street or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they took it home, uh, which was kind of far away from where it was, where it was, uh, lost, right. took it home and they, the next morning on their way to work took it to the police station filled out paperwork that takes like an hour to fill out uh, like explaining in, in detail where it was found uh like all the just so that it matches up so when they they went to get it they had to fill out paperwork to make sure that their uh recollection of the story matches with this person's Holy recollection crap. of the story and so it's hardcore yeah it was super hardcore but just the fact that somebody was willing to go out of their way to do all of that was such a was was really was really very telling of their very culture. telling yeah exactly yeah. exactly and then there was another experience where um the so we have to use these 
um train cards uh pass more right yeah he he told us this one too yeah yeah when he left it at starbucks right yeah i was i was with him when it happened it was um he uh one of our friends um had an empty one an an empty train card right and he was going to throw it away or he he did throw it away at a at a starbucks in japan and the the uh lady who was taking his order noticed it in his hand um before uh he took it he he ordered his drink um he goes upstairs throws it away upstairs comes downstairs <laughs> she notices that he doesn't have it anymore <laughs> she rushes upstairs as he's leaving the store rushes upstairs digs through the trash gra- grabs the card <laughs> goes back down outside of the store to find him she finds him and uh tries to hand him back the the card um but you know they can't communicate with each other she goes back inside the starbucks gets a tablet to use translate and <laughs> explains to him that hey if you uh um, uh, turn this back into the train station you'll get 500 yen for it <laughs> so she did all of that so that he wouldn't lose out on 500 yen essentially five bucks yeah. and it was just it was such a crazy experience of somebody willing to go not even the extra mile just like <laughs> go beyond what is ex- like as an american go way beyond what is expected um as far as like service and yeah. help and being helpful and all of that stuff we experienced that kind of attitude in everything not just the service but just like the way that people interact with their craft the the quality of the food that we had over there the coffee um everything felt like it took so much uh care and attention to detail on the part of the people that was that were uh, creating it it it, it came through in in our experience yeah i i agree with that so much especially the architecture like yeah every everywhere looks aesthetic yes it's like well designed there was thought put into it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's uh it's a beautiful place there (laughs) i miss it i feel like i really want to go back honestly definitely um i think i will (laughs) i think i will sooner than later but Yeah. yeah in terms of uh my itinerary just to spell it out is arrived at tokyo i actually had a flight canceled the first day, that was terrible. Flight cancellations are not fun. <laughs> but I managed to meet new people because I like asked them if they wanted to hang out, right? Okay. We were at uh, LAX and the flight got delayed until 4 p.m. It was supposed to be at 11 a.m. Okay. And then once it got canceled, we got hotels that they gave us at LAX for free. Oh, nice. We got shuttled to those hotels. And in that shuttle, you know, people on our flight was talking about it and like so there's some people on their honeymoons there's like oh. two different couples on their honeymoons <laughs> and like a lot of couples um married people mm-hmm. and two of them or two pairs of them i asked them if they wanted to like eat dinner and that's what we did because uh-huh. originally what i wanted to do was when i w- arrived at japan i wanted to i was going to stay at a hostel okay and i was going to try to make friends at that hostel okay so with that same sort of mentality Just, yeah mentality yeah. i that's what i did at lax instead <laughs> at the Sheraton Hotel. but nice. it was cool because like it was cool to like talk to people and ask them yo what's your itinerary gonna be what's yeah. your itinerary gonna be um and like we're giving each other recommendations all that stuff too and it, it, it was dope nice it was, yeah so so you landed in tokyo yeah after that i landed in tokyo thank goodness yeah because <laughs> i rebooked the flight for the next morning and it almost missed 
um, the flight. The next morning again. It, it missed the layover almost. Oh, um, okay. Because I was there was layover in Chicago, I think, okay. and and then or Ohio, I think. But there was a thunderstorm there, so we had to land at a different airport and wait out the thunderstorm, and then wait for a clear airspace. By the time we got back to the original or the one that we were supposed to land in, it was twenty minutes before the flight was taking off for Japan. To Japan yeah, and they waited for us. Luckily. Okay. Like thank God! Like everyone who had their flight canceled on the first flight was so like stressed, oh, like man. beyond. <laughs> I was so stressed. I was like, "Holy shit! Like this, <laughs> this, this is like the worst outcome possible if I were to miss Dang, two flights in a row like yeah. that." Um, so I was majorly stressed, but luckily it went through, um, and I got to Japan. <laughs> nice. And then once I got to Tokyo, like. The hotel room I stayed in was like a smoke room, so oh, it smelled yeah. terrible, Dang. and I could not really sleep. I slept for like two to three hours, uh -huh. and I'm amazed that I was able to sleep because when I woke up, I was just like, <laughs> like I was coughing. I was like, "This is the worst like sleep experience I've ever had in my life." <laughs> and it was after all the flight stuff. It was a wreck. That that was how my Japan trip went in the beginning. Yeah, but somehow I woke up at like around five a.m. ish. Uh, just went out, started exploring. I was not tired, um, and everything went like pretty nicely after that. In terms of, um, in terms of things that were, I don't know. It seemed like fate did not want me to be in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you made it. Yeah, I made you it, made and it. I was um, happy and just like glad nice. to finally be back in Japan. Tokyo was cool. We saw like uh, the Shinjuku Gyoen. Uh, went there twice because okay. the second time was with you guys. Yeah, at the. Uh, it was like called naked or something the naked show oh the the, the, the trees tree. yeah, yeah it sounds weird lights. when you just say naked <laughs> but it was like a light show yeah. it was a, a light show for the sakura sakura trees yeah that was really cool mm -hmm. but i went there beforehand during the day and it was also really cool okay. i actually think i might like it better in the day mm. but after that i went to kyoto on the bullet train and stayed there for about i think four days and then went to nada and then went to Osaka only for the night, unfortunately. I wanted to stay more in Osaka. That's probably the biggest regret okay. from this trip was not staying longer in Osaka. Um, so one of the big lessons is don't book for just like one night, in my opinion. I think mm. booking for two nights at a place is is much better. That makes sense. Because yeah. um, like you don't know when you're going to check in or like if plans change, right? Yeah. So if you check in that night, you're only there for that night. Uh and then the next day you can explore that place, mm -hmm. sleep, and then like leave the day afterwards. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Of course, you know, it's up to your up to you in, in terms of how many days you have. But personally, I think like spending at least a day in an area would be ideal. Right. Because um, that's like too much moving. There's so much movement with luggages and I hate yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's a that is a good point. It's like yeah. carrying all that luggage. In in a way, it's kind of inevitable because you have to have yeah, it. Yeah. Um. But it's it's a pain to like figure out and yeah. organize so, where you're gonna keep it. So I had to do that a lot. Like yeah. to the airport to because uh, I arrived late at night. So after customs, some of the trains were closed. But I arrived a mile away from my hotel, the smoke room, and I had to walk a mile with my luggages and stuff. And it's pretty yeah. annoying to do that. Yeah. And then after going to Kyoto, you know, with the luggage again, Kyoto to Nara with the luggage again, mm -hmm. Nara to Osaka with the luggage again, <laughs> Osaka to Nagoya with the luggage again, Nagoya to <clears throat> Hakone. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see Mount Fuji. I really wanted to. Same. I but... wish I would have been able to do that Mount Fuji hike. That would have been really fun. I don't know about the hike, but the I, hike? Just, I just want to like... <laughs> <laughs> I really want to hike it. I, I really want to hike it because um, I, I like that, you yeah. know, hiking, but um apparently it's like a nine hour hike 
all the way around. Damn. Um, <laughs> so it would would have been an intense hike. Um, and then that plus all the walking mm-hmm. that you do in Japan, it's just it's a lot. It is a lot. So I was, and it was also closed. I think Mount Fuji. I don't think it was <clears throat> open to to the hike mm-hmm. while we were mm-hmm. there. So that was a, a bummer. Yeah. But next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. But Hakone is really, really nice. Mm. It's one of my favorite places uh, in Japan for sure. And anyways, the point was Hakone to Tokyo <laughs> with luggage. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, try to pack light. Uh, that is one of my biggest tips. Pack light. Um, try to stay uh, two nights if you can, if you have the time. Um, if not, then you got to plan it right where you spend a good amount mm-hmm. of time in that place for that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's just a general tip that I learned for sure like i packed pretty light so i didn't mind carrying my luggages too much um but it was still a hassle still yeah a hassle. yeah um, but after we got to tokyo that's stayed for the rest of the time and that's where we met up with you yeah yeah so that's we were in tokyo for a couple days before you came back to tokyo mm-hmm. and um yeah we were able to do some some fun stuff we did uh team labs yeah yeah let's list out the things we did i'm curious to which were your favorite okay so let's go team labs we can count the Shinjuku Gyoen Naked Show um, <clears throat> in it because it was definitely a activity that we paid to yeah. enter. Mm-hmm. So we'll count that one. <clears throat> and then we did the Ghibli Museum. Yes. That was pretty dope. And then we did Tokyo Disney Sea. Yes. And I think that was it, right? I think that was it. In terms of the like big group activities. Group ones. Yeah. Where we had to pay oh, for entry. And we stuff. were like a complete group, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, I think out of all of those, my favorite was probably Team Labs. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I think that that was. I think that was probably my favorite, just because like it was so. In- it felt like being inside somebody's imagination. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed just like the artistic aesthetic of of everything that was there. So I, I that was probably my my favorite. Yeah, I yeah. wish we could have spent more time there. To be honest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish we could have just like chilled at certain areas for yeah, longer. Yeah, because. There were definitely some really nice areas. I wish there were less people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was I wish a big thing. Less people. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There that were a, a lot thing. of people. Um, but it was a unique experience. Definitely one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. But I'd say for me personally, what really really moved me was the Believe Sea of Dreams show in Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, that, oh, okay. that show. I know you guys didn't see it, but no. Uh, personally, for me, I just really really loved it for some reason. It was like a it's like a light show with music. Um, and there was this arrangement where they played all the like love songs from Disney and it was such a beautiful arrangement and mm. with the light shows and fireworks and the, the boats and the water going on, it, it created a very, very unique experience. And I feel like that's like something you don't see every day uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, same with team labs, but this one was just like, I don't know, for me personally, as a musician, like when I hear something like that, that's just so beautifully arranged and just like, so, so nice mixed in with lights and mixed in with team yeah. labs had a really great atmosphere too with, yeah. with their sound uh-huh. um that i really enjoyed um so those would be my two favorites i'd say nice nice um but studio Gilby museum was also really cool um i wish i could have spent more time there too yeah it was interesting because like one of the things that i noticed at the the ghibli museum was it seems like um the the movies the ghibli movies that are popular mm-hmm. in japan are just not the same ghibli movies that are popular <laughs> with with us over here in the u.s just because like we we love 
movies like Ghibli movies like Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke. And being at the Ghibli Museum, it felt like that was not <laughs> <laughs> like anywhere to be found. Like there were a couple of things here and there, but there was just not a lot. It was a lot of um Totoro. Uh, there was there was a fair amount of Totoro yeah. in Japan, but it, it, even still, like Porco Rosso was such a huge one <laughs> over there in that Ghibli museum. Mm. It was it was very surprising. Um, and just some of the what we would consider the more obscure Ghibli movies were they seem to be much more popular. Yeah, I gotta watch more of them. I I feel like I don't know. I haven't seen Porco Rosso, so yeah, I haven't either. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I think um one of our friends who who was with us uh she was telling me that she decided to watch it when we got back <laughs> um she got halfway through before she told me that she wasn't really feeling it <laughs> well, but, not, not all of them can be yeah bangers i guess but yeah but it's good to at least for me personally i love the music for ghibli uh movies and yeah. watching it just to get some context for the music uh-huh I think I'd be willing to do that just because the, the music is so good. Yeah. One of the favorite things that I got in my trip to Japan was um, I went to Tower Records multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I got... I remember you talking about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I got vinyl records for Howl's Moving Castle nice. and Spirited Away. So I was able to get like um, some really cool merchandise. Yeah. Stuff. Stuff yeah, in Japan. Stuff. In they Japan. do have a lot of cool stuff in Japan. For me personally, for some odd reason, when I went to the Nintendo store and... Uh, there's like a store in Tokyo, a Nintendo store in Tokyo, where on the same floor you have Nintendo, Capcom, um, Pokemon, Pokemon, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I didn't really feel, yeah, I didn't really feel like I saw anything there that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for me personally, I'm just not much of a like shopper. I feel you. Yeah. So, but we did get that one thing at that one store um, mm-hmm. with the bag with the uh, bears. Or not bears, penguins, and then that one bear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the coin yeah, pouch, the, the coin, coin pouch, coin pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool buy. It the, was. The, the, it was a funny story because like we were we were looking at those pouches, and then the worker came to us and then just picked it out and and was showing us, and she, she was just like, "Look, <laughs> one like, of them one, is not one a bear. <laughs> yeah, one bear. Just like this whole like um this this whole like uh picture of penguins just all over the place and it's like oh this one singular bear. yeah yeah and i was like oh that's so cool and, yeah, yeah, both of us were like oh and then we bought it yeah we both she, got it she was a great salesman yeah <laughs> she knew exactly what we what we were looking for it was perfect yeah that that was one thing i actually bought but like when i was at the store i didn't see anything i wanted mm-hmm. i just bought like some souvenirs for some friends um but when I went to the Don Quixote store, though, which is like a really big brand in Japan, like it's everywhere, mm-hmm. um, almost like a Walmart or something. They had a lot of souvenirs I actually bought oh, um, nice. for my friends and family, like things that I would actually want myself. But personally, I don't. I think I find more value in giving something to someone else. Uh-huh. So then they they have it as like a gift. Right. It, I feel like something that was given to you is a bit more valuable than something that you bought on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was... um. That was also part of what made my last day in Tokyo so um, cool mm-hmm. was because I was able to also get some stuff for other people that I was like, um, I was looking out for, but yeah. I wasn't able to like find. Yeah, yeah. So for whatever reason, I don't know why. I, I'm sure it's just because I didn't know exactly where to look. Um, but for whatever reason in Tokyo, so my brother, um, one of my brothers wanted 
some like Japanese matcha. Mm. And one of my other brothers wanted something that was like sakura, anything like sakura based. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really, it was really, really weird because like being in Tokyo, I didn't find any place that just like sold matcha powder. Mm. Um, I'm sure they they have it. They they have to. But I just you know being didn't an American, it, yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it as, as you know in the place that I was with. But in Kyoto, literally the first within the first few hours I was there, I was like, oh, <laughs> like I I stumbled upon a shop that was just like uh selling only like matcha stuff. Nice. And they had this matcha ice cream yeah dude that was incredible it was was it the soft serve or was it something else it was like a soft serve yeah dude. it was a it was a matcha and they had like tiers of like quality matcha <laughs> so it was just like um regular matcha over to like super high quality matcha mm-hmm. so i got like the super high quality nice. matcha ice cream and uh it just it tasted so rich and yeah it, it was just it was perfect dude in 2017 um, me and roger that was like yeah one of the things we did like every single day <laughs> in, in kyoto like we'd just get a, a matcha soft serve yeah every single day it was I don't, and i don't know if if that's like if kyoto is like the place for that kind of it stuff it is like yeah. I, I tried i mean like i found it in in tokyo as well uh-huh. you, of course you can find it but it's way more prominent in kyoto in at kyoto. least at least for me i noticed that yeah and so it was i i got the the matcha that my brother wanted and then that last day that i was in in japan i was just like walking through kyoto and i stumbled into this other tea shop mm-hmm. and they had this like sakura tea that, <laughs> <That's perfect. laughs> that was just like perfect it was like one of the it was just one of those things that yeah. like i was walking by myself um just walking around and i stumbled into all of these different places that i was able to j- just like get these like last minute things <laughs> yeah, that i wanted for my trip for like having been in japan i felt the same exact way yeah. at the don quixote store nice cuz i literally went um that was the last place i went to before the airport oh yeah so Dang. it was right before i left and i was like well this is cool this is cool <laughs> i'm like souvenir 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 yeah and yeah it was perfect it, uh-huh. it just worked out that way it was yeah, amazing i spent so cool. everything i had nice because i primarily use cash when uh-huh. i was there uh-huh. so i spent the rest of it in that Do- don quixote store nice nice and got some snacks for the the plane ride as well nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was great yeah, it was a great it was a great trip i'm it trying was. to think of anything else that there's one thing i want to mention yeah i'm not sure if you tried it but there's an ice cream called Cremia? I did. Yeah. I did try it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I did. Dude, yeah, it's yeah. like the best ice cream I've had, like, probably in my life. I, I love that ice cream. It's like this Hokkaido milk um based ice cream. And it was, yeah, it was it was so good. Yeah. It was so the good. cone itself too, like the, yeah, the texture, like, the just all of it. <laughs> I like I, yeah, I was like, I was trying to keep my eye out for it. Andrew also knew about it, like going in. We were like trying to keep our eye out for it. And this was also on that last day that I was in Japan. Yeah. Like that was that was just like I got everything that yeah, I, I wanted. I had it on my last day too. <laughs> I like it was that morning when I because I started that day at the bamboo forest alone. Mm-hmm. And so I I arrived at that station in Arashiyama. Mm-hmm. Um that's right. And I got to the train station. It was still very early in the morning, so none of the the shops were open yet. Mm-hmm. But I noticed on one of the shops. It was like an ice cream shop and they had the creamiest sign. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. So like when I come back, hopefully it'll all be open and I'll be able to get it. And that's exactly what I did. (laughs) 
nice, like, nice. As soon as I got back from from um from that uh from that adventure, um on the way back I got some. I, I, it was it was really cool. I I was walking back. This was like after leaving the bamboo forest. After walking through the scene from my neighbor Totoro, I <laughs> I went into this little house and this um Japanese woman. This old Japanese woman was selling pottery, mm-hmm. and so I was just like able to buy pottery from this um, old Japanese woman at the who lives on the base of the bamboo forest. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool, um, and so I got that for my mom, nice. and uh, I just yeah, I got some stuff that she would probably appreciate. And on the way back, I got that ice cream at the shop. I got like there were two ice creams that I got there. There was that ice cream, the creamy ice cream, which was great, and then there's this uh, honeycomb ice cream. Nice that I was able to get, and that was that was really same cool. brand like creamy or no 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 it was a it was um it was a different one. Gotcha, it was a different brand, okay. but yeah. By the time I had come down, it was later in the morning, so everything was open. Everything was like bustling at that. Yeah, point. Dude, so it, it can get crowded in Kyoto. It gets crowded really really yeah. quick. It gets crowded really really quick. But in the morning, it's nice when there's less people. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a really yeah. really cool experience. I got a little plush doll for my mom. Gonna give it to her in uh, Mother's Day. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's like a pink Shiba Inu plush doll. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don Quixote but... store. <laughs> but yeah, I also ate that ice cream the last day, uh-huh. um, right before boarding the plane. I ate two of them Ooh. within a thirty minute time span. Nice. They had it in the airport, right? I'm not sure. They I think they might. They did. Well, I I, did. I was at the um Haneda airport. Yeah, same. Yeah, you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Haneda. Uh, I went yeah, I went back to Tokyo from Kyoto literally that next morning. Um and I I thought I saw that sign in the in the airport man, if, like the waiting area i don't know man if i saw it i think i would have like immediately <laughs> but maybe i wasn't paying attention because i was tired but yeah um yeah Sukiji fish market is where i ate it there oh, okay. there happens to be a spot there that you can oh, get yeah, it from i missed that yeah because i was i was also at the fish market um but yeah i was i was focused on yeah, that that fish market is pretty sweet like yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. very touristy but the stuff there it's is a good. great place yeah it's, the food there is good. incredible um definitely get there before things start shutting down because they kind of close down around mm, like three um yeah so getting there earlier but i was very happy move. to have that place be my last like place before going to yeah leave i ate a lot of toro and otoro and like mm-hmm. the fatty tuna stuff like mm-hmm. the different kinds mm-hmm. just Beautiful. It's so like, ah, oh, man, I don't know where to go to come, to have that kind of food. You, you, here. No, you can't. <laughs> I mean, you could. Like, there are definitely sushi restaurants, but they are gonna be pricey as exactly, hell. Exactly. Um, one place that I really like in LA that sells good toro, in my opinion, is um, Sushi Anya. Mm. It's a place in Little Tokyo as well as Pasadena. But personally, I like, I really like their sushi, but it's really pricey. Mm. So mm-hmm. compared to japan where you get like the same amount of pieces yeah like for maybe like five bucks yeah compared to like here for 16 to 20 bucks right it's like crazy yeah yeah it's a different completely different experience but i'm I'm glad that i was able to to have that, yeah. that little adventure gyokatsu that was really good too oh yeah yeah the gyokatsu <laughs> when we ate it together yeah, like we were yeah, waiting yeah. for like i don't even know how long maybe an hour yeah. I feel like it was an hour, but it's it's like uncomfortable because you have to like wait on the stairs and all wait that on stuff. these stairs going down in this like kind of cramped area. area, 
and you can't really sit down because they have all these signs all over the place in English because they know who they're talking to. <laughs> talking saying that you can't sit here. So yeah, um, yeah, it's, it was very uncomfortable waiting yeah. for when for we were waiting. Place. I had half a mind to be like, like you know, this is taking too long. Let's eat somewhere else. <laughs> but I'm so glad I did not. Like, yeah. given to that because it tasted so good. It that was did. Did. that was one of my favorite places to eat at for sure. It was did. Gyokatsu. It was great. It was great. And then um there was a, this uh tonkotsu curry that we had as well that was that was also very very good. You're talking about the one um we had the night before we left, right? Yes, the night before you guys left. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like I should have eaten a lot more ramen. Like that's what that's another regret I have. I'm like, I think I only ate at maybe two or three ramen places. And I'm like, oh mm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, I had I didn't have nearly as much sushi as I was expecting to. Yeah. I mean, there was so much food there. Like there's so much food <laughs> to have. It's, it's all good like, too. Yeah, and it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. One of the things that coming back here is getting the idea of um, like having to not be excited at seeing a 7-Eleven <laughs> here because like over there, 7-Eleven is like a completely different thing. Yeah, it's like, you can always get a good like small snack or yeah, even a small meal there and yeah, it'll taste good. It'll be, yeah, there's so much that you can you can get there. And then also uh, that's where I would get my cash because they, they have um, ATMs, ATMs there yeah. um, that were that would work perfectly with my my bank card so i was able to get cash there i was able to do so much there at 7-eleven but then i got i'm coming coming back here seeing a 7-eleven my initial like knee jerk is to like get excited but i gotta like <laughs> so remind funny. myself oh no i'm like i'm back here it's, like, it's just a normal 7-eleven <laughs> so japan yeah. 7-elevens they're very different there yeah, 7-eleven lawson family mart yeah over there is really really cool we will yeah. be back at some point. Eventually. At some point. At some point. Yeah. Gotta explore the other parts of Japan. I really want to. I really would have loved to go to Okinawa mm. to have that like tropical vibe in Japan. Yeah, there's so many places we haven't explored yet. So mm-hmm. I I feel like there's a lot to do still. Um, I know I have like a friend or two where they're like, oh, I'm good with Japan. Like. They traveled there once and they're good and and i'm like yo i I don't understand you like are you sure you you don't want to go there again because there's just so much you know yeah yeah like it's totally different experiences damn definitely definitely. i can definitely see going back sometime in the near future yeah me and my cousin we're we're talking about it my cousin is kind of a talker but like (laughs) but me i i feel like i personally like if I set my mind to it, uh, it'll I'll make it happen, you know. Okay. Yeah. And it'll probably happen within the next two years for me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any, any other stories on your side? Um. Or we just, can we can get into the practical as well. Like, are there any tips that you feel we should that could help people who don't know anything about Japan? I mean, one of the things that I was a little bit worried about was um being feeling cramped, mm-hmm. just because like things in Japan are small. Rooms are small, places are small. Gotcha. Um, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, rooms are small, places are small. Um, uh, that was. It's also because you're something... tall and big. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a tall guy, big guy. I'm like six two, so it's not necessarily a place that's built for people like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was able to manage for the most part. Mm. Um, so yeah, just kind of be a little mindful of that and knowledgeable of that going in um practically you got 
one of the big things was navigating. Yeah. And you guys Ubered a lot. We Ubered a lot, yeah. which Uber was actually very, very helpful um, in, in certain instances. One of the things that happened with me is that towards the end, so I, I have T-Mobile. I was able to have like high speed data for yeah, most same, of the trip. Same. However, the last few days <laughs> I got throttled. So I like ran out of my full data. Um, so it was, it was like my, my data was throttled in the last few days. And so I really didn't have um, reliable navigation at all right. <laughs> in those last few days um, of, my, of my Japan trip. So I had, to, I had to rely heavily on navigating and just like... Through the signs and stuff, right? Like reading the signs, uh, trying to figure out the, the, train, the train system, the lines. Yeah. Um, as much as I could. Uh, so definitely pay attention. Definitely pay attention to the definitely. signs as much as possible. They have plenty of English there, especially when it comes to, to signs. So it's it's helpful. There's there's a priority order in my opinion. Like you look at the name of the line and the color. And then after you find that, like you start looking at platform number as well as the exact time that you see on your navigation system. Because mm. um, like, Earlier on, I went the wrong direction sometimes. Yeah. I think maybe twice. Um, but as long as you're checking the right platform and the right time, they should match up always. Like you will be going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and also check the cart number as well. It's actually more important, important than you think the car number. Yeah. Because um, if you go on the right one, it'll, it'll take you, you to mm -hmm. the correct exit right. of the station or like the nearest transfer or whatever. Right. So right. all those details matter when you're when you're in Japan. Navigating, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's very, very helpful um, to pay attention to every single one of them. Um, yeah, so, that's yeah. what I learned. Because towards the end, I felt like very confident about same, navigating. Same, if I if if I lost my data like <laughs> at the beginning versus <laughs> at the end, I'd have been in a very different place. But like by that time, I was already used to like reading the signs and following along. So I was able to navigate by myself yeah. fairly confidently. And I was able to um, get myself back to from Kyoto to Tokyo um because I was I, at that point in the trip by the time it was like at the end uh, I was pretty much on my own that last day was all solo except I I had dinner with Andrew and the and the guys mm -hmm. that night mm -hmm. um so I met up with them that night again uh, that was also after Mount Inari which was probably my favorite like Mount Inari yeah okay uh, the red gates and all of that that oh. was probably my favorite um in the whole like experience in the whole trip yeah, are you talking about like Fushimi and Inari yeah, yeah, Taisha? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, so I literally hiked up. I I did that hike at nighttime. Oh, okay. And uh, it was it was pretty frightening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I did that that um at nighttime. It was like the the sun was setting as I started. Oh, okay. So like as I was going up, it was like it was pretty dark, and then I got to the top and I came back down, and then I met up with the guys for for dinner. Mm -hmm. And that was the last time I saw them in Japan. Um, I went back to my hotel and I was basically on my own um, that whole day and then back home, <laughs> back here to the US. Yeah, yeah. So I had to, you know, navigate myself with minimal, with like no data on my phone. Nice job, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you made it back. <laughs> I made it back here. I made it back here. Um, uh, yeah. And so it was, it was, that's definitely something that you got to pay attention to is like reading the signs, try your best not to get lost because it'll be hard. To yeah. And if you get lost, get you just ask, lost. ask people. Yeah. Um, hopefully you can sure. speak a little bit of Japanese because yeah. there's a good amount of people there that, that actually don't speak English. Like I ask them a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Like I first talk to them in Japanese. If I don't understand them, I say I don't understand. Do you know how to speak English? Mm-hmm. And some people actually say they don't. Like yeah, so yeah, yeah. which I mean yeah, it's Japan. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot that happened in this trip, and I'm sure we could keep talking about it. But mm-hmm. that were those were definitely some of the highlights for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Misokatsu in Nagoya was really good. Mm, the soba noodles in Hakone was really good too. Hakone is like Hakone is a very naturey area. Mm. It's one of the it's at one of the five lakes near Mount Fuji. Okay, so there's five lakes surrounding Mount Fuji where you can see Mount Fuji from,、mm-hmm. and Hakone is one of them. And It just has like really beautiful areas.、Um, definitely a place that you should check out next time.、Right. I'd recommend.、Um, but I would like to go to each of the, those five lakes at some point and just see the areas around it. Right. But I think that's pretty much it on in terms of what I wanted to talk about. I I basically just wanted to get all my feelings out again with Japan because、yeah. it took a long time to journal everything with Japan. Like after getting back, I I took like maybe two weeks to just write. All the like as much details as I can remember of like the whole trip,、mm, and、mm. it was just a lot of writing, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but I'm glad to have it all recorded so I can like look back the next time I go. Nice, nice. How are you, how are you feeling now that like we're totally back? Because we've been back for what three, almost three weeks now. Yeah, two two to three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It feels. It feels good. Like it feels good not having my feet hurt <laughs> <laughs> every day after walking. Yeah, I actually、um, felt like I got stronger as、mm-hmm. the trip went on. My bag felt lighter、nice. towards the end. Nice.、Um, and I somehow did not get any leg issue. Well, there was one day where my big toe for one of my feet slightly hurt, but barely. It, it wasn't debilitating. It was just like it hurt a little bit.、Nice. Um, other than that. I was pretty solid throughout、Sweet. my trip,、yeah. but in 2017, I remember my my feet hurting a lot, like crazy a lot. Yeah.、Um, so I, I really think think one of the big differences was shoes. So just wear comfortable shoes. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, make sure that your shoes are are on point. Yeah. But yeah, the、um, being back now, it feels it feels good to like be back into like my routine. Yeah, for、um, sure. I'm barely back, honestly. Yeah. But, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. Like I would love to do more more trips、um, in the、oh, future.、Yeah. Just like even、um, outside of just Japan, just like other places. Well, hopefully we can do some of those trips together.、So. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be <laughs> yeah, great. we can talk about it again. Yes. Yeah,、definitely. but this was definitely a good discussion. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having.、Um, I'm always down to talk more Japan too. If you ever <laughs> feel like there's a fun story that comes up, yeah, so hit me up. Yeah, but thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.、Right. Peace.